Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. To hell and back is in the job description. Being roughed up, scuffed up, run over, kicked, thrown, dropped, dunked, and done the unthinkable is a duty we've embraced for more than 40 years. Through superior engineering and constant innovation, only Pelican has conquered the chaos a life of ambition can dish out. And we've done it to empower you. Yeah, Gadget, made in America, based outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Yak Gadget offers all kinds of storage accessories, quick mount motor mounts, anchor systems, track mounted accessories, even paddles. Go to yakgadget.com and get your kayak decked out for your next trip out on the water. The 153 Bay Company, based in Troy, Ohio, make everything from plastics to custom painted hard baits. Hook them hard and hook them off. All of our baits are made to order and all of our hard baits are hand painted to order. So go to the153anglers.com to place your order today. What is up, everybody? <laughs> that was so lame. Well, compared to last week. I know. Wait, hold on. We just did. <laughs> Woo! What is going on, YouTube? Facebook, everywhere else you can stream, stream, stream away. Of course, Waypoint. Go to Waypoint TV where you'll find Paddle and Finn. Welcome to the Paddle and Finn show. We've got a great show going on today. <laughs> Hi, Brian. Uh, Jay has been fired up these past couple of weeks, boys and girls. Hi, Brian. How's it going, Jay? How you I doing? am doing well, okay, I guess. <laughs> you got some exciting stuff going on. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. But we won't say anything about that. Tell okay. You. Be right. a secret squirrel. Keeping, keeping secrets? Secrets. I like it. Secret squirrel. like it. Uh, just sharing the stream. You guys can go down in that lower left-hand corner, smash that share button. Let's get some folks in here. Drop it in the comments where you're tuning in from, what kind of kayak you're floating out of, and all that good stuff. Um, <laughs> next trail event is July 31st. Is it 31st or 30th? 31st. 31st. On uh, the mighty Fox River here in Illinois. The river. Um, no, uh, Susie has put out the uh, current AOI standing for the trail series. I think, uh, man, I should have looked at this before we started. But uh, <laughs> top three is pretty pretty tight knit race, so um, it's getting interesting. We got two events left before we go into the championship up in Lacrosse, Wisconsin. All that good stuff. I don't know if I've talked about it yet, but uh, I will be down at ICAST. We're a little over a week away. Uh, I'll be doing some live shows from down there. Um, that week, our OG show may be a little early um, due to me having to get on an aeroplane. So, um, you could, you know, you can do Wi Fi from the plane. Dude, you think we could do a show from live from the air? You, that would, you know what? I think it's worth a try. OG show live from 40,000 feet. I think yeah, the, the 40,000 foot episode. Yeah. Or 30,000. What is it? I don't the know. Mile High Club. <laughs> well, let's not go there, but <laughs> like that's a whole that's a whole different kind of show. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, how about that? <laughs> yeah. Well, but, uh... two minutes in, it's already bad. <laughs> well, we got a, a pretty cool guest for you guys lined up tonight. Uh, we got another, none other than Mr. <laughs> Blaine Upton coming at us straight from South Carolina. What's up, brother? What's going on? Not much, man. Not much. Uh, I feel like we've done this 
before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not too long ago, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A few weeks back, I had uh, Blaine on the uh, New Canoe Unlimited show that I do on Tuesday nights over on the New Canoe Facebook and YouTube pages. And uh, we got talking afterwards, and I was like, yeah, hey, we got to do this again, man. Let's get you over on Paddle and Finn. Uh, young Buck, you know, making it, making some waves down there in South Carolina, running a tournament trail, wanting to get more involved in the the industry and the sport itself. So uh, I figured uh, you'd be a good dude to sit down and chat with and, you know, kind of help get your name out there and let the good folks know who you are, man. Yeah, I really appreciate y'all having me, man. I'm really excited about it. Like we told you before the show started, the invoice is in the mail, bro. Yeah, that's right. That's hey. <laughs> you know, our rates are pretty much, uh, you know, current with the market. Um, so, I mean, you know, don't worry. You won't be out much. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But it's definitely worth every penny. He's got a new oh. baby, dude. He's already out much. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We got to send out a new invoice then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, why don't you give us a little background, man? Where you're from, you know, how you got into fishing, kayak fishing, and all that good stuff, brother. Yeah. Uh, so I am from the central region of South Carolina, a little town called Chapin. Uh, is where I grew up, right on Lake Murray. Um fishing been doing it since i was a little kid man granddad got me into it and i mean it didn't take long i was hook hook line and sinker no pun intended nice. but uh anyways dad jokes they come i'm telling you <laughs> but uh anyways so i uh started fishing at probably three years old and it's always been strictly bass man it's what i like to do um Fished some high school tournaments when I was in high school. Ran a helped run the uh, Chapin High School Bass Club, and from there uh, went to college. Slowed down on my fishing a little bit, and then grad or ended up moving back home. And uh, I'm uh, in the same town now, and helping run tournament trails with uh, Palmetto State Kayak Bass Fishing. And we're a learning club. We do uh, smaller tournaments all across the state, and we uh it's, it's a good time man i really i've gotten into kayak fishing here recently i've only been doing it for about two and a half years so i've made some made some leeway and i enjoy it a lot the something about the tangle when you're that close to the water is a lot better than being in a boat to me i don't know sure why. for but, sure man yeah it's interesting like i've uh been recently doing some some retyping of the old fishing resume and it's uh I remember I wrote something almost specifically like that, like the the intimacy when you're that close to the water catching fish, man. It's just uh, it's something special, uh, and and it's hard to explain to people. You almost have to show them what it's about. Gives you a little tingle in the jingle, <laughs> a little dangle in the jangle. Yeah, no, I was oh, trying God. to like, don't man, we just bit off that completely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, I mean, I do, I do a lot of river fishing around here. It's what I'm into. So uh, I'm good on the lakes and everything. But I find that the the river more suits my my deal. So I heard y'all were having a tournament on the river coming up. So yeah, 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 uh, that's yeah man. What made me think about it. I was like, man, it's like oh, yeah. if only I could uh, get all the way up there. <laughs> the ri the river's about five blocks that way. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's super yeah, close. It's here. close. That's why we got this little spot because. Uh, that and the barbecue joints. Yeah, uh, barbecues, <laughs> barbecues, top notch, bro. Right on the water. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's actually a nice town over yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, that's not, good. Not too shabby. They got like a little whitewater park too. Yeah. So if you want to, like, you know, do some whitewater, well, you know, about Illinois style. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah. it's brutal, bro. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. for a good hundred feet. Yeah. It's the fastest raging water you've ever seen. That's only about five feet deep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There were some kids out there uh, when I came over the bridge tonight. They were out there ripping through the rapids. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. But uh, yeah, man, I river fishing. It seems like everybody I talk to now out of the southeast, like that's their jam is river fishing. Like what is it about the rivers for you, man? For me, it's getting away from the traffic, man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so all these lakes around here are heavily pressured with pleasure boats, wakeboard boats, and man, mm -hmm. it, it sure. can be dangerous. And I mean, even even though I mean, everybody knows you you can do it safely, but I mean, 
getting away from the traffic, uh, the clear water, you know, a little bit of current, cooler water. And I mean, it just, it holds more fish this kind of time of year. And I can still fish shallow. We had a conversation about that on, on Yeah, Yeah. I love fish shallow and man, I just, I find any way I can to do it year round. See, that's right up your alley, man. You're a shallow guy. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I like going out deep. <laughs> I'm just going to walk right by that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Brian's trying to like drive this thing right into the wall. I don't get it. Like I'm the bad one. You're the good one. I was, I was legitimately being serious. You like to fish shallow. Yeah. Yeah. I certainly do. <laughs> but what's uh like, you guys don't have shoalies up there, right? You guys are just like small mouth and large mouth, right? You can find occasional shelly in the Savannah chain, and okay. that's on that's in between Georgia and South Carolina. I mean, th- there's some rivers over there. I know Adam, Adam, I'm gonna butcher his last name, Crawley or Collie. I think it's Collie, yeah. But he's on the team with man. He wears out shelly's, and he's just a few hours from me. He actually made a trip down to fish my uh, my backyard a couple weeks ago. I didn't have the chance to get out there with him, but I right told on. Him I, told him I'd take him next time, but. This is a total off question, and this is something that like just drives me nuts. And maybe you can answer it. Okay. Down south, y'all call bluegill brim. Brim. Why, why do you guys call them brim? I've I've never I've never understood that. So I think uh, I think it's just a southern thing, man. Like it's I know you hear that a lot, but I think brim is just an all encompassing of all the bluegill species, so you don't have to. Okay. It's brim. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Bluegill, red ear. Like green sunfish, right? Yeah. No, I don't know, man. It's I've always wondered. The first the yeah. first person I actually heard say that, and this is what made me think of it, was J.D. DeRosier. Hmm. Yeah. He's in South Carolina, and he's like, man, I was out on my lake catching some brim on the fly rod with the popper. I think it's just easier to see brim than, like, bluegill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, I guess. You know, it's, like, it's so. like brim. Like brim just rolls off the lift of brim, you know, bluegill. (laughs) It's like, and everything's a bluegill, let's be honest. Yeah, right, right. Everyone's like, they don't even care. It's it's a bluegill. Yeah, there's a few bluegill snobs. Or or you want to be cool, it's a gilly. Yeah, gilly, gilly. I've never even heard that before. Oh, yeah, dude. That's what I call them when we catch them through the ice. We can give you that north to south. Yeah, it's yours. You guys got brim. We got gilly gillies. I'll I'll take it with me. (laughs) Yeah, start spreading the word, man. Just start saying to people, watch their head go like a dog. Like, what? 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 You guys down there getting some gillies? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, just be like, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro, I was just getting some gillies, man. Like, right on the rocks, bro, you know? Oh, Oh, man. Oh, so uh, out there crushing, crushing the smallies. There he is, the man, the myth, the legend, Garrett Pate in the house. What's up, gents? Everybody's got like professional fisherman names. Yeah, you know, it's like Blaine Upton. Yeah, yo, yo, Garrett Pate. Like, yeah, dude, I can see those names being said on like the Bassmaster stage. Yeah, for real. Like, I walk up there and they're like Brian Schiller. Yeah, they're like, how do you say this? Is this (laughs) is this Shakiller Schiller? You know, (laughs) know? it's it's Shiler. Yeah, you know. Well, you got Jay Randall. Yeah, like I know. You all get. uh, I guess I need a bass name. I need a fisherman. You'd be like it's Shiler. I tell you what, yeah, drop in the comments what my professional fishing name should be. Yeah, Best answer. Oh, and and we'll put a post up tomorrow on Facebook if you guys are listening to this on the podcast platforms later. And uh the best answer we'll give uh we'll we'll give away a paddle and fin t-shirt. There you go. I was gonna say we got a rubber hammer. <laughs> <laughs> good thing we got that sitting on the shelf jay so there you go we'll give away a paddle and fin t-shirt so best answer best answer it can be dirty too who cares oh god um but anyways anyways getting out on the rivers man uh what what boat are you floating out of and are you usually paddling you pedaling motor man so my river's I fish, I fish the broad and the Saluda and both of them are pretty shallow. I mean, in the areas that I fish. So I try not to take any kind of propulsion out there. Um, I usually, I'm with a paddle. I float a Flint at the moment. I'm looking at the F10. I've never, uh, 
never owned one, so I'm kind of looking at the F10. But I've had my pursuit out on the river too. Um, it's, but I don't ever, I don't try, don't try with the propulsion. It's too expensive. You don't break it. <laughs> I know. I was talking to Garrett Pate about that down south there, man. Like F10s are like huge for river boats. Yeah, yeah. everybody likes them. Everybody yeah. likes them. Makes sense because you're really only going one direction most of the time. Yeah, I mean, I I like that Flint, man. I'm just a big, tall, fat guy, so it's not the most stable for me. I mean, I make it work. Don't get me wrong. It does look kind of look like a wet water boat with you. Yeah, it, right? <laughs> like, it looks odd with me in it, but, you know, 6'4", like 250, you know? So it's just like, hey, but floated. I make it work. Hey, you floated. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, mine, I fell out of it once going down the Whitewater Park down the street. That's yeah. not a joke. That's I've, serious. I've done it too, but I probably shouldn't have been where I was at. Let's, yeah. let's not blame it on the boat. I'm definitely going to blame it yeah. on a, a questionable decision trying to get to a pool. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like it's funny what you do because I remember doing the Liska and like I remember the two guys that were there, these two kids in these Whitewater boats, and they're just like, "These guys really going to do this?" <laughs> yeah. And all this water like came over. The Liska survived. I pulled off to the side. And I realized at that point, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> like, I'm going to lose stuff. You know, I look back. Brian's already in the water. It's already over with. You know, he's already fallen out. He lost his flip-flops. You know? <laughs> yeah, dude, that was the worst because I had to walk across the gravel up to the blacktop parking lot. But, that was oh. steaming hot, dude. Yeah. And, I, and then I had to drive home barefoot. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not going the rest of the way. We were like right above the dam, too. Yeah. I was like, we have to go the other way. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. rest of the other, you know, the rest of the day was good fishing. Yeah, we caught some fish, yeah, some nice we, smallies. Yeah, I mean, after you know the death-defying uh, <laughs> antics. <laughs> oh man, full send sometimes the way to go. Yeah. yeah, we're just practicing for the southern stuff. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Yeah. What, what's, uh, what's your favorite style of bait to throw for the... For the small mouse when you're up in the river man dude top water that's i mean yeah. man, catching on top water sweet um I, it really is and it's it's weird because you know i murray's a blueback herring lake and i grew up kind of you know running and gunning points throwing top waters and working them as fast as i could across you know choppy water but whenever i got on the river for the first time and got to catch a couple on top water in these eddies and where current breaks and starting to learn how to fish that kind of stuff I mean, it, it was really cool because, you know, you can, it's gin clear. You can see straight through it. And then this fish just comes out of nowhere and cannonballs it. I mean, can't beat it. Schiller Giller. That's my oh, professional bass name. Schiller Giller? Oh, man. <laughs> How's it going, Mom? How's it going? Oh, we got Mom in the house. We got Mom in the house. Mom, give us some dirt on this young man. Oh, there you go. go. Give us a nice, <laughs> funny, embarrassing story. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I like where this is going. I do oh, like where this mom's is going. Mom's getting a free T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yo, oh, that's too fun. good. <laughs> but, uh, well, you, uh, I remember you were telling me you did some fishing in Florida, right? You lived down there or like your grandparents or something lived down there? So my wife is originally from uh, about two hours outside of Tampa. Okay. Um, so pretty much every couple of months, we've got to make a trip down, see the in-laws, let everybody see the baby. I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing either because there's so much to do down there, man. The fishing's just sick. It really yeah. is. Oh, I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to agree with you, man. Do you fish a lot of freshwater or do you do the fish old Tampa Bay? Man, I'm, I'm, pretty much strictly bass i don't do a lot of coastal fishing i'll go after reds every now and again it's fun to it's fun to hook into them and it's essentially mm -hmm. saltwater bass fishing but it something about it man i just i constantly like to test my skill against these green ones i don't know what mm -hmm. my deal yeah. is it's a it's a addiction i swear it is it's it, it, it costs money just like one does uh yeah I mean, oh yeah I'm constantly upgrading gear and you know 
ready to go out and go again. You know, you break something, you don't even blink about it, just buy a new one. And, you know, it's not even questions asked. It's just something I've always had just such a passion for. And, I mean, ever since a young age. So I've always loved it. I really have. I'm going to say, man, when you go down there, go hit old Tampa Bay, man. Get off some of those rocks. And, you know, when the – yeah, and uh, bring some inline spinners, man. You'll catch everything. Yeah. Like yeah. snook too, man. Snook, redfish, you know, puffer yeah. fish. Uh, they got yellowtail jacks out there, if I'm saying that right. They might be called something else, but yeah. I don't know. I had to have like, because I didn't know anything I was catching. I had to have like one of those laminated pieces of like paper <laughs> with like all the names because I don't want to like get bit. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I'm like trying to figure stuff out. As I'm bringing it in, I'm like. Does like, this one have teeth? Yeah, I had the girlfriend. I had the girlfriend with. I'm like, hold that up, hold that up. All right. Does it look like that? Okay, I, I can gill that. Okay, I'm gonna gill that. You know? That's funny. Oh, man. What's uh? What do you think the big difference is between like fishing at home where you're at or down in Florida, man? I mean, Florida is always a huge bass destination for guys, you know. Yeah, and I caught myself, man. I, I was doing a couple of things I do at home. So I, I do a lot of weightless weightless plastic fishing. Like I love to throw a fluke. It's like one of my yeah. favorite things to throw. And uh, so I'm I'm getting down to Florida. I get on the boat with this dude, and he's like, "Hey, bring your flipping stick. Bring 85 pound braid, one and a half ounce weight." He's like, "You better snail your hook because if you don't, you gonna." break it off and i was like what in the world so <laughs> did everything um got down there and i'm sitting out of the back of the boat and he's uh, he's doing something basically i've never done got no confidence and i've never i've never flipped mats before and uh so i'm in the back of the boat chunking a fluke around like one giant comes up and eats it buries himself down in the grass and i was like I've only got 10 pound test. It's probably. Yeah. I'm going in. Yeah. So I end up shoulder deep in a grass mat, pulling this fish out. And then um, oh, man. I'll tell you, I lost one that day. I, I, I threw a uh, strike King sexy dog over an eelgrass flat and this head weight came up behind it. And it, the fish was well over 10, man. That's, that's what, that's what everybody kept saying. And I was, I broke him off. Still not that happy about that one, but um major differences man just power fishing um you're you know you can leave all the uh the finesse stuff behind and that's something i've never that's that's a disconnect for me and so Mm. yeah picking up a seven seven six extra heavy and pitching in there and next thing you know you're hooked up with a giant underneath the six sixty pounds of grass It's it's crazy it really is do you do you guys? I mean, here's a northerner question. Um, <clears throat> you guys got gators down there? Oh yeah, in south in do South you, Carolina. You got to worry yeah, about them. Up yeah. There? So Santee Cooper has a bunch of them, man. Uh, the my buddy's got the state record for gator hunting. He's got the the longest gator in uh, South Carolina. He holds the record, thirteen foot six. Because yeah, I nope. I've, heard, I've heard about them like hanging out like on the banks because you've got those drop offs. So hang down on that lower end and just like watch and chill and i'm like thinking as a kayaker got feet hanging over nope you're just kind of chilling you're just like you know that's why we would keeping me from like going to alabama we would forget like that there's like georgia (laughs) south carolina now well i mean so my portion of the state doesn't have any so it's probably an hour from my house to santee and they're towards the coast a little bit and so i'll come fishing with you yeah, that's salty. I think it, <laughs> as you get down towards the salt, I mean, it it's a better habitat for them. Water stays warmer longer during the mm. year, and but yeah, we've got some uh, we got some monsters in the state. In Florida, man, we saw some giants. I mean, oh yeah, my 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 buddy was continually yelling at me. He's like, dude. I walk towards water, just not watching. Yeah, I'm like, Sydney's got me all paranoid. I'm like watching. I'm like, oh god, like you know, yeah. I'm My thinking I'm gonna get bit. Them. They're so terrified of you, man. They're they're gone in a second. I mean, it's it's the ones that people have fed and have gotten sort of yeah. aggressive like that that you got to worry about. But Santee doesn't have a there. There's just so many of them. I just don't think you deal with that too much. Yeah, I didn't really see too many. I remember in the glades, I didn't like we were looking, like you only saw them where they feed them. Yeah, and I that one was, I don't even want to see them. They were really big, the ones yeah, that they feed. I'm sure, I was like, Oh, no, 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 no. I remember fishing uh, Lake Tarpon down in Florida, which is just north of Tampa, right north of Clearwater, there, Tarpon Springs, okay. and seeing them when we were in a boat 
fishing and yeah. i was like yeah nope yeah no nope. <laughs> my favorite story was like i was staying on a private lake of this one guy's or one of my buddy's house and they, you know everybody's got a private lake out there but he's like uh we're in a shaded area and he's like yeah man when you get hot just go ahead and just jump in the water and cool off i'm like oh no no that's no. not no yeah. no that's yeah. not gonna be a problem yeah. he's like why i'm like you know well gators he's like he's like believe me they're a lot more scared of you than you are of them yeah. i'm like I'm, I'm pretty sure you're wrong I'm pretty I'm, sure you're wrong. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure they got yeah. way more teeth than yeah. I do too. I, I was like, I can't even see the depth of the water, and there's all this grass line. I'm pretty sure there's one I know. I'm not getting in the water making a bunch of ruckus. Yeah, it's just not happening. Yeah, no, I'll pass. Yeah, when uh, you were talking about you like doing a lot of like weightless plastics, to, uh, you know, fishing. What's like your go-to setup? Like rod, reel, line, all yeah. that good stuff, man. So line, I keep it constant, man. Straight fluorocarbon all the way after CDR red label. Usually try and keep okay. it between 10 and 12, depending on the water clarity. Um, That's the reason thick. I like the fluorocarbon mm-hmm. is you get a little more snap back whenever one comes up and blows up on it, um, which can be a bad thing, too, because I got a tendency to pull it out of their mouths. But 3-Yacht, sure. EWG, um, mm-hmm. rod and reel-wise, man, I throw... So I throw a couple different rods. I've got a Lose Mock series that I really like for the fluke. Um, okay. And the reason I have I have the Mock series is because they're not, you know, overly crazy expensive. And when I fish the river as much as I do out of a kayak, you know, there's always a tendency to break gear. So I don't want to. Sure. Know. But outside of that, seven foot to seven foot three medium action, you know, have something with just a little bit of backbone but you still want a little bit of give so they can actually you know swap chomp or, down on yeah, it yeah chomp down on it and get the whole bait in their mouth because another thing i like to do i like their double fluke rigs or donkey rigs whatever you want oh, to yeah yeah make them swim right like yeah they... so basically that's the only way i fish one so like i almost fish them like a glide bait um that twitch twitch underwater mm-hmm. i don't I don't like it to come up and float on the surface unless I'm fishing blueback herring lakes. If I'm fishing blueback herring lakes, a lot of times I'll chunk the thing and just reel it on top and you'll smash it. Yeah, it's nuts. But whenever I'm fishing somewhere, I need to be a little bit more subtle. The river, that clearer water, Mm -hmm. I I swim and it's it's a side to side motion, almost like you're walking the dog when it's underwater. Mm -hmm. So when those fish don't want to commit to the actual top water, the walking bait or the popper, you can chunk a fluke back in there and they'll be much more apt to grab it. So are you, are you targeting anything specific? Like, I mean, generally I've seen that technique like over like tall grass with, you know, you got like a, a like five to three feet of water, you know, yeah. where you get enough swimming space. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, anytime. So you're either going to want to work it really fast to try and get them to come out of the cover and get a reaction on it, or you're going to work want to work it really slow. It just depends on their mm-hmm. mood. So each one has its own specific application. Um, when I'm working it slow, it's going to be once that sun gets up, once it gets hot, um, once these fish get a little bit more lethargic, but you still want to cover a lot of water and mm-hmm. be able to go find the ones that stay more aggressive during the day. Um, and when I find them, then I'll slow down and might even pitch something <laughs> different in there at them. But I, I just, I don't think there's another bait out there besides a fluke that gets as many bites as it does and covers as much water as it does. And that's just my own personal opinion. I almost start no wars, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> war has been started. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ever, do you ever like change your hooks? Like, I know you said you like to use EWGs and that's kind of like, I'm not going to say that's a, a thick wire, but it's definitely one of the thicker, um, type hooks. And then I always find that if you switch to like an Eagle claw, like I'm kind of a fan of like the working man's, uh, gear and that in those oh, are yeah. thinner you, you know and then you can use that medium action with like even a a lighter action um uh line or you know continue with your uh 10 to 12 pound test floral right and you can still get a like an easy set you don't even have to do anything really yeah yeah and i just i have such a tendency when when i get blown up on or i see one actually eat it i have such a tendency to just and yeah. rear back into them and that's that's my main issue that's why i try to absorb a little bit of that with my setup i mean i try to adjust to that it's the it's the little kid in me gets all excited <laughs> garrett garrett pate says i got something that will change your mind oh man see here we go 
Shout out to uh, <laughs> Tyler Daniels, first time joining us live here on the podcast. Welcome, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you for coming. Nice. Yeah, it's interesting, man. That uh, that fluke action, I dude, I like. I'll throw it for a year, then I won't touch it for two, and then yep. I'll pick it up again. But yeah, uh, no. yeah it's it's interesting. But I I'm the same way, man. Medium rod, uh, fast action tip, seven foot two. I'm usually using eight pound mm-hmm. uh, floral clear by P line. So it's like that coal yeah. polymer, you know. Yeah. Um, so or like a little stretch. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit, mm-hmm. but it it seems like that hookup ratio, like you were saying, sometimes you pull it out of their mouth, it just gives them a little extra time to just chomp down on it, which yeah. is, I don't know, that's that's my secret, that's all you're getting out of me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good way to lose flutes out juice. here, too. The juice, yeah, the yeah. juice, you're getting, getting some of the juice here, but, uh, well, uh, we talked about it. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. What uh, What's your go-to color on the fluke? White or? Dude, so actually I've got a small company here in Chapin. Uh, it's called Southern Custom Plastic Baits. And okay. he shoots his own colors. And he has mm-hmm. a shad color combination and a blueback herring color combination that, oh my God, man, they're amazing. They really are. And they're a little bit softer than the Zoom Plastic. Okay. Which you you go through a few more, but man, your hookup ratio is almost, I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, like softer, like a Yamamoto Senko softer. Yeah. Going in that direction. Yeah. I I have to let you feel it, but it's, it's nuts. It really is. I mean, I found myself missing a bunch of fish on the zoom fluke, switching over to that one, chunking it back out there, having them eat it. And then just, they, they get it almost every time. And that's something you gotta look for. So we got a we got a question from Tyler. We'll let you answer first, and then uh, Jay and I will chime in. Cool. He needs to know a good rod for Ned rig for smallmouth. He went in the river for the first time the other day, and a smallmouth snapped his loose spinning rod in half. Well, I mean, that was the Moby Dick at smallmouth. Yeah, no kidding. He <laughs> caught a monster, yeah. whatever that was. Yeah. yeah. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com so um net rig wise i usually i mean you go with i like to go with the lightest setup i can uh, especially when i'm fishing bottom hopping baits like shaky heads ned rigs um you know the stuff that belongs on the spinning rod sure um, so i usually i like a seven foot oh um medium action just like i do for my fluke but in a in a spinning rod and I go for the lightest rod I can find. I know there's the guy that makes my spinning rod. Uh, it's 803 Custom Rods. Obviously, that's our area code here in Columbia. So he's sure. right here. And he makes a good rod, uses MHX blanks. Um, but lose, I can't, I, I have a hard time, uh, have a hard time seeing one snapping in half without a, a bigger, deeper problem because those yeah. are some dang good rods, man. I, I fish... Yeah. Uh, I Doesn't fish Luz a, have a like a lifetime warranty on those things? They do have a good warranty, so yeah, definitely I would, look into that. Yeah, I would definitely look into that. What's your Ned Rig rod? Um, I would say like a, the 6.9 medium moderate Veritas. Um, Veritas? Veritas. That's what it is, right? Uh, we call it down yeah. here. Makes Veritas. Veritas. We call it a Veritas. Veritas? Yeah. I've Veritas. Heard I've heard it both ways. Yeah, so uh, you know, you, talk, you just talk weird down there, but um, <laughs> I said no, you, buddy. yeah, whatever. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, uh, and then I'm usually using like eight pound test, um, and that's like, I mean, that's a good rod too for like drop shotting, uh, wacky rigging. Um, uh, I mean, you could, I mean, I don't generally run a, a, a Texas rig on there, like a weightless Texas rig, but I yeah. will. But I mean, that's a good all-around setup. I think personally, yeah. I mean, it's that, that medium moderate seems to be where it's at because you kind of need that that give. Yeah. Um, 
being in the in the kayak game like we are, man, you've got to have multi-purpose rods. You can't sure. have thirty rods on the boat with you. It's just yeah. it's not the way it works. So you've got to have something that you can throw five or six different things on. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I really find that I load my kayak. I mean, I buy rods pretty much in pairs. So when I buy, usually when I break one, I buy two. That way, sure. when I break the next one, I ain't in a bad position. Right. Sure. Um, and I. Th- it happens. And I was going to say, additionally, I think it really makes a difference on what kind of water you're fishing. So if you're in skinny water that has a lot of low hanging trees, you're probably going to want to go with a six, nine or even six, six. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you can get away with it, but I mean, if you got all the room, you know, I mean, you can go seven foot, you know, maybe a little longer if you want. I got, I use uh, a Douglas, Douglas rods, uh, don't worry. <laughs> 610. I just hit the uh, it's their X Matrix <laughs> series. Um, it's the 610 XF. So it's six foot ten inches and it's got an extra fast tip that's just super sensitive. But I mean, I've snapped into some pretty chunky fish with that little rod, man. It performs. I love it. Um, you know, I would like I've tried to throw it on my 7.2 that I would use for like my fluke setup, Texas Rig mm-hmm. Senko, things like that. And like that 6.10 Douglas, dude, it's just the bee's knees. Mm-hmm. I actually, when Brad Hicks was up here and we were fishing the river for smallmouth, and he's like, yeah, let me try one of those. And I was like, well, you're a Ned Rig guy. I'm like, here, try this. And he didn't want to give it back to me after we got <laughs> yeah. done. He was, and that's when he he went out and bought bought a bunch of uh, Douglas rods. But uh, yeah, man, um, he said it was a lose Mach two. I almost had it to the yak, then swam down and snapped it. I'm only two pounds smallmouth. Maybe your drag was too tight too. Yeah, yeah, and it could be too. Like I've I've had multiple conversations uh, with guys about this too. Like in kayaks, like if your line is too close to your tip and you try to like high stick that rod, sometimes that's what does it, you know, try not to do that unless you got like a good decent amount of length of rod. And then like, you know, I know I'm on a camera, but you know, do one of those moves, you know what I mean? With your rod while you're leaning down to grab the fish. If that makes sense. The coordination. Yeah, it is. It's, it's all about coordination. That's true. Uh, Garrett Pate chimed in. He said St. Croix 6'8, extra fast. See, everybody medium. Well, that's a little different. Uh, yeah. Lawrence said, uh, Shimano <clears throat> Zodius 610, medium light, phenomenal for Ned. Medium light, yeah. So yeah. it seems to be where, so, yeah, everybody's kind of in that like 6'8 to seven foot, you know, yeah. uh, medium, medium light action. So hopefully that helps. Um, thanks for the question, man. If anybody else has got any questions as we're going along. Feel free to drop them in the chat. Boom. That's what we do here. <laughs> we edumacate. Oh, is that it? <laughs> is that it? Wait, is that how they say it down there by you? <laughs> no, 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 oh, oh, now you're starting oh. fights. Yeah, dude. come on. Now let's you're see. Fights. Now you're starting fights. <laughs> hey, I, I've heard it before. Trust me. We just got canceled. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, thanks, it's Jay. like, just don't make us say a couple of our words up here, and then you'll know <laughs> no. exactly where we're from. Yeah. Oh, man. All, all it takes is ask them, ask them what how they pronounce the word crappy yeah, yeah i know goes from there crappies yeah crappie yeah. that's the right way to say crappies? <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the telltale right there <laughs> yeah. oh that's great man well uh another thing you mentioned at the beginning man and i wanted to talk about it a little bit too was um you help run uh palmetto state kayak anglers and i think that's uh uh you do that with um gosh no i can't uh why can't Barry, I think Davis. Barry Davis. I was going to yes, say that and he has the answer probably. Yeah, because, well, I did a right pod here. recently with Barry too. Um, but uh, yeah, anyways, um, <laughs> you guys, uh, you said you're a learning club. So kind of explain yeah. that concept, man. So our whole goal is to get people into the sport. Um, you know, some guys will go out there and get discouraged, especially when, you know, they don't limit out or, you know, they, they have a rough day. And I mean, we're there to tell them like, Hey, I do this all the time. And I zero sometimes. I mean, it happens to the best of us. Sure. I mean, if, if you hit it, you can hit a, you know, a block in the wall, nothing can go right. Break fish off, lose fish, end up with a goose egg. And I feel, feel absolutely down about yourself. So we're there three fish limit, man, eight inch minimum. We try to educate. It's not about, you know, 
winning per se. I mean, although it is nice, of course, but um, our, our whole goal is to educate and get people into the sport. Cause I mean, we have a passion for it. I think our board consists of four or five guys and we have a passion for it. And it's, it's always great to share it with other people and get other people into it. I mean, there's a guy in our club that, you know, he kept asking questions about, hey, you know, I'm having trouble with finesse fishing, still haven't caught a fish on a shake head or anything. And there's 38 comments below there, people giving tips and pointers the next day, mm-hmm. post pictures with two and three fish. I'm like, dude, OK, you know, you're moving in the right direction. And just goes to show that there's a camaraderie about it. All of us are into sharing our passion. and It's it's fun. It really is. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? And especially now, man, like as crazy as kayak fishing has been since COVID, you know, like we obviously we all know nobody can get boats, you know, manufacturers are running around the clock to get caught up and things like that, you know, shortages on parts and plastics and all that stuff, man. And, uh, but, you know, in the meantime, there's a lot of new anglers coming into the sports and, you know, for instance, Tyler said, you know, thanks guys new at the kayak game helps a lot. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's, what's huge, man. Like we all, I think as a community need to step up and help educate some of these guys, Tyler, you better be wearing your PFD. Yeah. If I ever that's, see you on the water, that's right. That's yeah. a rule. Number one, we'll chastise. Yeah. Hard. We, we will, dr- I will walk on water to get to you. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know that 250 pound frame i think you're going in <laughs> but uh you know i mean that's huge man like you know i know jay started in a local club here i started fishing that same local club mm-hmm. as well you know it's uh you know that smaller club level you know i think they could have did they educate do like a bunch of education stuff with you guys, like try to help guys out. Like when you, when it was like in its infancy, when you first got into that club, I mean, you could always ask people stuff and uh, like Tony lamb. I used to talk to him a lot. Sure. Because he's like the ultimate, like patient fisherman. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, Tony for listening, I don't know what you're doing these days, but I mean, I just remember him just sitting there like throwing plastics all the time. And I'm like, I'm a power fisherman. I'm too ADD for it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I just can't sit here and just take apart something I can't keep throwing. But, you know, he would always have something good to say. And, like, I mean, if you generally, if you go to somebody and ask them, I mean, if they were, I don't remember them ever holding any kind of like, uh, um, like little yeah, meetings but, or anything, you yeah, know, just to kind they, of teach. But yeah, they, they were there to help. Yeah. And they'd yeah. give you stuff too. I mean, if you needed some stuff, yeah. um, you know, they'll give you whatever you need. Yeah. No, for sure. And Nicholas Beltran in the chat. What's up, brother? says amazing community and naturally we are helpers for each angler no matter the level i think that's the best way it's been said man um you know which is which is super cool jerry ward 840 is this still live yes sir we are still live you're late to the party but we are still hearing (laughs) yeah it's uh currently 355 p.m central standard time (laughs) no but uh no that's huge man um I know just from talking to you, I've talked to Barry before. Barry's been on a couple of the different segments here on Paddle and Finn and stuff. And um, it's super cool what you guys are doing, man. And I remember you told me uh, you guys have grown quite a bit too, right? Like you yes. went from like a small number of guys to like now you're like, what, 40 or something? Yeah. So last year, uh, you know, I fished the trail last year. I came on to help do what I do probably february of this year okay Um, last year we averaged in you know the low to mid 20s uh and then you know we got going and trying to do a little bit of promotion i got on social media and started really pushing everything and kiwi that's our first tournament of the year and lake kiwi is in february we always like for our first couple winter tournaments we like to launch out of the same ramp for safety reasons if something happens yeah sure so we had 43 and sometimes that does hurt turnouts and we had mm-hmm. like 43 people show up for the first oh, wow. tournament of the year for a single launch event. And we were like, Whoa, like <laughs> this is nuts. You know, it's awesome. Which we were glad we got the board together. Cause Lord have mercy mm-hmm. check in and check out that day. We're kind of, uh, kind Oh, I of bet. Crazy. Yeah. Cause Are we're you... still, still old school right now. So. 
Are you seeing a lot of females coming out too? Um, we've got a couple that fish with us. Um, not not nearly. I'm not enough. We need more. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree, I'd, man. Ladies, I'd, come I'd on out. More fish. ladies come out and fish with us. I mean, yeah. we're and once again we're a learning club. Like we're always down to help people out. Even I mean, they're look at Christine Fisher. She's out there. She's whooped my tail multiple times. So yep. I mean, I mean, it goes to show you can do it. Come on out, like. Oh, yeah. Well, fishing's like, you know, that's an even playing field for anybody. Oh, yeah. No so, doubt. Yeah. I mean, even even if like, you know, you have like, you know, some kind of a disability, you know, like walking or something, it's like, you know, hey, you can still get out there and fish. I mean, it doesn't exactly. matter. You know, I mean, that's what we like to see is just everybody getting out there and no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Nick Nicholas uh, said, Blaine, mad respect. I started getting serious with this once I came on board with a sea trail he's uh with Kingler, florida okay yeah too. yeah yeah dude he's got a good pro name too i mean this is just ridiculous. everybody's got a frankie wolf in the chat that's a good pro name I'm reese saying. melvin like frankie. tyler daniels yeah. frankie wolf is almost too manish too oh, you know <laughs> frankie wolf he, he fishes our trail man that that guy is an absolute stick he really is you think, he, i know even Jerry Ward, man, like that's a great pro name too. I, I'm just, I'm just gonna reinvent myself. I got screwed, man. Know, we should like, call my old man right now and be like, Dude. It, it's definitely like, his fault. Seriously, I mean this too. Well, yeah, unfortunately, you know, Dad never said I got my my looks from him, but geez, man, at least you could have gave me a cool angler name. <laughs> yeah. Winning the 2022 Bassmaster Classic, Brian Schiller. Yeah, fishy Schiller. Schiller the Giller. Yeah. 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 Mom's still in the chat. She said, Schiller the Giller. I like that. I like that. Crappy Schiller. I like that. I like that. Dude, I remember we were in Bass Pro once and my kid was like reading all the names and he was young. And he's like, you know, he's like, oh, largemouth bass. He's like, pike. And he gets a crappie. He goes, I say this word, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that's crappy. He's like, good. Cause I thought it was crappy. Still said it anyway. I was like, you're too young to be saying that kid. <laughs> that's cool, man. That's uh, cool. But, uh, no, it's super cool, man. Like we need more of that educational feel instead of like that hardcore competitive feel, you know what I mean? And some of the smaller clubs, like it's so huge, man. It goes a long way. And a lot of, uh, a lot of, um, you know, folks that get into those, you know, more laid back learning clubs, man, they, uh, um, you know, they seem to stick with it much longer. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Yeah, we agreed. There's some there's some talk in the chat here. Reese is calling out Frankie. He said he's actually <laughs> pro, and yeah. then... Chad Walden said he's pro at talking trash. So I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what's going on there, Frankie. I'm sticking up for you because you got a badass name. You leave Frankie alone. I know, even Reese Melvin, man. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, I just I feel so lame now. Yeah. See, Frank. I, Fra I gotta quit. Frankie said uh, Palmetto State is doing it right, man. That's awesome, man. You sh you guys should be proud of that. That's that's super cool. Yeah. I mean, super it's always. Cool. It's pretty rewarding, man. Everybody says it's a thankless job, and I mean, I disagree to to a certain extent. I disagree because, man, it's it's really awesome to uh, to see these guys come up and go start fishing, you know, national events and finishing half decent. You know, they get pumped up about that stuff, and it's like, dude, look where you started, mm -hmm. look where you're at. Like, this is huge, and I mean, it's just it's it's fulfilling for me. It is, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I'm getting called out by Richard. You said I'm lying. What am I lying about? I, I don't know. I don't know. Why do you always got to come in here like starting trouble? Because <laughs> like, that's what Richard does. He just like waits just like for <laughs> us to come out. He's just Lurks. sitting there chilling. Like, yeah, don't go down any uh, water slides, Rich. 
Nicholas also said there's also very cool down to earth companies that help out as well, always willing to lend a hand. And I've seen that too, man. Like boat companies lending boats for like volunteer events or like teaching things. Uh, oh, he said for my fishing name, Lion Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Lion Brian. Oh, thanks. Oh, man. Um, but um, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's definitely cool to see. Definitely cool to see. Um, uh, Chad Walden says big things come from Blaine Upton. Hard work. That's awesome, man. Um, I think it's kind of cool too because we have like our own, like you know, we have our own community. Yeah. So you know, we're gonna have our own people we look up to and people you lean on for certain things, and you kind of see, you know, in, in a lot of the forums, the people who are, you know, always in there and and you know, responding when they can and. Um, you know, and like, you know, you're running a series and you're putting a lot of effort into it. And I mean, it shows, you know, and that'll go a long way, you know, down the line, there's definitely gonna be a payoff for you. You know, I don't know yeah. what that's going to be, sure. you know, um, you know, cause it doesn't have to be fiscal, but I mean, <clears throat> you know, I mean, there'll be something to it, but I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's important that people keep pushing. It's kind of like we said before, you got to keep pushing this along. Yeah. 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 Cause if you sure. don't, it's just going to stall. You well, know, I mean, that's why we're here every week. That's true. You know? So that's why we make the track. This is why the, we do uh, this. Yep. Yeah. Um, Tyler was uh, mentioning in the chat. Uh, Chad Hoover was on the podcast on Monday on the Bass Fishing for Noob segment. And I listened to it. And Chad was talking about how, like, sometimes, like, uh, a lot of guys that are getting into kayak fishing feel like, you know, they need the baddest boat and the baddest gear and all that stuff. And, Chad um, in there said he had thought it that everybody should start with ba- like a basic milk crate with four PVC tubes zip tied to it. Sure. And it should be a rite of passage to move to like yeah. a black pack or the oh, XD sure. crate by Yak Gadget. Um, and, you know, Tyler saying that, he, you know, it got him thinking like you don't have to have all the stuff to catch a bass, which is 100 percent true. Like. There's been so many times, dude, where I've fished a tournament and I got eight rods in my crate. Mm-hmm. I got freaking eight thirty seven hundred boxes, like multiple bags of plastic. I might go into one thirty seven hundred box, yep. stay to two two bags of plastics, and use two rods. Oh, like, yeah. you know, like it's that old saying: "Kiss, keep it simple, stupid." And, you it's know, true. like sometimes that's just what you got to do, man. That's yeah. just what you got to do. But. uh yeah. I don't even change lures. I don't know why I bring them all with. (laughs) (laughs) I just hope, like, you know, I just, like, splash a little holy water on it. I'm like, I just hope I get something. Nicholas also said uh, he appreciates these kinds of platforms and the hard work you guys have to do in order to help promote our true passions. We need to get that dude on. Nicholas is always in in the chat, man. He's always, look at Peacock Bass, like, yo, Slide into our DMs, bro. Let's get yeah. you on the show. Yeah. Let's get you on the show. And but you know, don't be showing off so much. Like you know, throw some smaller fish on your profile. Who who's Brian Mitchell? <laughs> so Brian Mitchell runs uh, another club in the state. He uh they run a tournament trail called Santee Monster Kayaking. Okay. They run it straight off of Santee Cooper. They fish different areas of both lakes. It's I've I've fished a couple of their events. There's a bunch of really good guys down there too. And uh, that's the cool thing. I mean, it's not like a yeah. here in the at least in our region, it's never a you know everybody fighting for different participants. Like every trail in our state, and even in North Carolina, we all look at each other's schedules and KBF mm-hmm. schedules, and we adjust to not step on toes. Yeah. I mean, there's four weekends a month. You can do a, an event once a month. You've got four choices. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, sometimes you're going to step on toes, but I mean, it's just one of those things why not just have everybody come to all of these events instead of fighting for, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 We, we talked about that many times. Yeah. We did yeah. the same thing. Like when we formed our trail, because obviously we're in, what is it? Five States. Yeah. Five mm-hmm. States. And there's obviously multiple clubs in each state that we went to. So we kind of tried to coordinate with all those different States. So you know, we weren't taking taken away from their events, um, and you know, got give a chance for you know some guys to fish 
something a little bit bigger, you know, mm-hmm. on a bigger scale if they wanted to, or just fish the one event when it came into town, man. Well, and we partner with the clubs. Yeah. Because, like, we're not going against any clubs. We're yeah. definitely trying to yeah. bring in those yeah. clubs, too. Yeah, and we're trying to promote those clubs. Like, yeah. our last event, Madison Chain, we did that with um, um, Great Lakes Kayak Fishing Series. Like, it was a joint event. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. that's what's huge. I'd love to see, um, you know, like, KBF kind of did that, but not really. Like, I don't know. Like, that's that's weird. I don't, I don't even want to go down that rabbit hole. But, like, to see some of those... Uh, you know, bigger clubs trying to partner with the smaller ones. I think it just helps with participation in the events. Yeah. Um, Nicholas Beltran's asking, will you guys be at ICAST, including Blaine? Oh, yeah. No, I'm not making it to ICAST this year. I got a, uh, I got a one-year-old, uh, and, I mean, it would be cool to take their week trip down there, mm-hmm. but. Man, Blaine's I'm, grounded. Blaine's so grounded. Slammed, <laughs> yeah, so slammed at work, too. <laughs> He's ridiculous. like, mm, mom said no. Yeah. 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 So. How about I'm you, Jay? You going to ICAST? I am nope. not going to ICAST. That's what? I'll be there. Yes. I'll be there. Find me. What booth are you going to be in? I'll be in the new canoe booth. For the giraffe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look for the giraffe. That's what it's come to. I'm a giraffe now. Dude, really? That's what everybody calls me too. Jesus. Man. I don't know for all this like, you know, normal size people. Well, I mean, I guess normal height. I yeah. can't say normal size. You're you're not normal height. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, you're you're pretty average height. Oh, he'll be in the line cutters booth. Sweet, man. Yeah, let's hook up. Let's hook up. First beer's on me, man. Right on. Sweet. Um well, man, we'll give you the stage. Anything else you want to talk about? Anything like that, man? Did we miss anything? Anything you wanted to bring up? Yeah, I mean, I'll just say, man, uh, I just, I've said this before, but I appreciate everyone that helps me do what I do, man. And I always like to give shout outs where they're due. Um, my wife's a big supporter of mine. She helps out with a lot of the stuff I do. Watches the baby when I'm fishing tournaments. That's not an easy job there. Um, deals with me. Also not an easy job. Um want to thank paddle south outfitters for everything they do that's uh that's the shop i fish for and you know we've got a great team over there and all those guys are fantastic everybody at palmetto state i mean man you guys are you guys keep me going man it's so much fun to come out there and help with these events and i just want to thank barry for bringing me on for that um thanks to new canoe um you know helping me chase my dream that's really cool to be part of that team and have a camaraderie with those guys and Honestly, I think I fish for uh, fish for the best boat brand in the nation, man. I really do. And uh, so I just want to thank everybody that helps me do what I do. And Right on. So. Right on. Nick said he's got a question. Or Nicholas Beltran said he's got a question for you. Drop it in the chat, man. Yeah, and then uh, Jerry Ward said, Blaine, aren't you a member of the PDKA? Not yeah, sure I, I'm a member. Yeah, I'm a member of PD Kayak Anglers, at least on Facebook. I'm not a paid member. Um, those guys, they do a lot of different species, and I keep saying, man, I'm a, I'm a bassaholic, <clears> so I'd be I'd be hanging around waiting for the bass month. They do a different species every month. So oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it is, and so you do. It's like a monthly, but you know, it'll be mudfish slash bowfin, whatever you want to call them. It'll be gar. It'll be catfish, bass. Then they do some salt stuff too. It's pretty cool. It's that's definitely sweet. a different format. That sounds fun, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to like change it up, man. I know yeah. Great Lakes used to kind of do that. Then... Well, they still do the salmon tournament. The salmon, yeah. salmon tournament every September on Lake Michigan, which is which is cool, man. Like salmon out of a kayak. What's that other one? Like kayak wars, right? Don't they do that too? Uh, yeah. Or, but... Is it even still around? Um. I don't even know. I, I'm not sure, man. I fished that in 2018 when I got into the kayak game, and I would I don't for, know. I would forget weird. that place or that segment around. And then as soon as I caught like a crappie, all of a sudden, guys are like, "Hey, hey, where'd you catch that thing?" <laughs> it's like I need one. I need one for the tournament. So Nick is saying, "Do you realize that what you did tonight helped many anglers listening in to get out and fish?" Hey, man, I'm just trying to do what I can. Just trying to do what I can. I'll. Uh, I just. Like I said, I I have a I have a severe love to be able to share my passion with people, and I've always said I want to combine my passion and my profession. I mean, I'm starting a business to do that, you know, 
starting to do a little bit of a little customization of boats and kayaks. So if anyone ever needs anything done, there's my subtle plug, uh, Southern Waters Marine Solutions. So um, anyways, but yeah, man, I just, I like to share my passion with other people. I like to get people excited about kayak fishing because it, it, it excites me. It's like one of my favorite things on the planet. So it's, it's my therapy. It's, it's my fun. It's everything combined into one. I just, I truly, I mean, my wife doesn't understand it. She's like, how do you just get out there and fish like every weekend? How do you not get bored with it? I'm like, yeah. I will never, never <laughs> in my life get bored with it. I've been this way since I was 10 years old or, you know, two years old, just constantly asking to go constantly bothering my parents because it's something that I really love. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's something special. And I know the first time I sat down and chatted with you on the New Canoe podcast, you know, you're a young dude, and uh, it's it's good to see young guys like yourself, you know, coming coming up in the sport and and sharing that passion with not only the young guys, the guys your age, and the older guys, man, yeah. like. I don't know. That inspires me. Like when I talk to Jackson or I get fired up and I'm like, I need yeah. to go, f I need to go fish a tournament. Well, <laughs> like, they, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's good, man. It's, uh, you know, like yeah, it's anybody's sport. It's anybody's sport, you know? And, and that's what makes it so cool is like, you know, you don't have to be young. You don't, you know, you don't have to be loaded with cash to buy an eighty thousand dollar bass boat and mm -hmm. you know you don't need the most expensive gear man you could go out in a cheap kayak with one rod one bait and just cast away and you're gonna have a ball you know yeah. that's that's the beauty of kayak fishing right there mm -hmm. yeah i don't know if you guys want to make your tournaments a little more fun like try doing like a like a snoopy pole kind of thing yeah the yeah. kids pulls yeah. or do like a, a frog only um tournament something like that you know just kind of switch it up jay still uses a snoopy pole that's why hey man i i could tell you some stories about like carp and snoopy poles yeah it was like the golden age for me yeah <laughs> 30 pound test on a snoopy pole or yeah. nothing like it <laughs> like walking out into the water to fight the fish little, and just running in the cattails little twister tail jig <laughs> catching catching them brim yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. Catching them gilly gillies. Yeah. Getting them, them crappies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Never awesome. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Well, man, we appreciate you taking time away from the family tonight to uh, sit down, chat, and uh, share your passion with us and uh, everybody watching at home, man. Uh, I know some guys came in late. If you guys came in late, this will be saved on the Facebook page, the YouTube page. You can always go back and listen on any of the major podcast platforms. We have a new episode seven days a week on the podcast platform. Uh, this is the only show we do live here. Um, as soon as we get done, this, this will get uploaded to the podcast platform so you guys can uh, download it and listen. Um, Jay, any final thoughts, words? Nope. Yep. What else is new? <laughs> oh man, we thanks everybody for the all the great feedback tonight, all the questions and stuff like that. Man, uh, the chat was really rolling. It was it was uh, some good times, man. We uh, definitely appreciate you. Um, look at Nicholas. Nicholas, man. I know Nicholas. Like, look at this. He's already working for us. Uh, Jerry Ward asks, "Are we doing a live every week?" Yeah, we yeah. we're live every week, every Thursday. 7 Central, 8 Eastern, 5 o'clock out on the West Coast. Um, so, yeah, we're here live. We'll, we got all kinds of guests. I believe I'm still waiting for the confirmation, but we'll be talking to some guys from Georgia that do a, a veterans kayak fishing um, thing. Um, it's different than um, Heroes on the Water. Um, they're based out of Georgia. And, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll be talking to them. If not, uh, we may have another fellow podcaster or we may have Nicholas Beltran. You never know. Yeah. 
You never know. Wait, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> Who is Nicholas Belcher? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I see his name like almost every other person's name. Yeah, he's been dropping in the chats, man. He's always got good feedback, man. It keeps everything uh, rolling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trey Johnson asked Brian, can you call me next week to remind me to listen live? I need the interaction. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Send me your phone number uh, in a private message, and I will text you before we go live, so that way you know. Yeah, set an alarm too, man. Don't you yeah. got like a smartphone, man? We usually <laughs> we usually post the uh, the show up. Um, uh, we usually post it like either Tuesday or Wednesday on the Paddle and Finn Facebook page, so that way you could actually click the reminder link for it, and then uh, you know all our shows go live um, every day. Um, on Facebook, they go live at 8 a.m. On YouTube, they go live at 7 a.m. On the podcast platforms, they go live at 2 a.m. Yeah, I All know right. that schedule, bro. All right. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'll, I'll remind you, dude. I'll do that for you, bro. Just uh, send us a message. Send me a number. I'll text you. I'll be like, hey, Trey, we're going live, bro. Get on. Get online. Get online. We don't want you to miss out. So, um. Blaine, yeah, appreciate you, brother. Anything coming up in the future, let us know. We'd love to have you back on, sit down and chat. Uh, we always do some fun stuff to panels and things like that. So we'll mm -hmm. keep you in mind for that, brother. Yeah, man. But uh, go, uh, go give that little baby a hug and a kiss. And uh, thanks for taking the time away from the fam tonight, brother. We'll talk to you soon. All you boys and girls out there in the beautiful interwebs. Oh, ask Blaine. You're killing me, Smalls. That's what Warren Mitchell just tuned in and said. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> we got a last minute story here, dude. Do uh, we got a last. I, I can give it to you. So, as as I said, I work at a body shop. Warren is my dad's college roommate. Um, he's also one of the technicians at our shop, and uh, I'm a parts manager there. So there's a famed uh, hatred from the text to the parts manager. Yeah, uh, so, I, I get it. I get it. Being my dad's son and him knowing my dad as well, I've referred to as Smalls. And then every time <laughs> I mess up, I even, so we went on a beach trip a couple years ago and someone found me a t-shirt that says I'm Smalls. Oh, oh I, like it. I, yeah. I got the, I got the, you're killing me Smalls t-shirt from Sandlot. I <laughs> yes. got one of those. I got one of those. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. I like it. All right, boys and girls till next time. Tight lines, smooth paddling. Peace. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, a mule there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.